I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> Stand up, come. <laughs> in the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him. Yes. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months, going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Prophesy. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny, Ogba, Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba, Ogaga. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. It's my first name. Prophesy! In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. Mm. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? You know one thing about you, you are real.
You're so mighty, but you're full of compassion. You're the giver of a life everlasting. You're the savior of the world, Messiah. All I need, I find in you, provider. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful, glory, glory. Sovereign King, God of everything, glory, glory to you. I lift my hands to worship, I lift my eyes to seek your holy face, I lift my voice to honor you, yeah. No one else like you, Lord. I lift you. I don't understand your love. You're so patient. You surround me with your grace. It's amazing. Forgiving the way that I've been, and you changing the old me, old me. I didn't know who I could be till you showed me. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful, glory, glory to you. My heart sings, perfect, sovereign King, God of everything, glory, glory to you. I lift my hand to worship, I lift my to seek your holy face, I lift my voice 
glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi. Could you move the screen a little bit this way? This is Prophet Lovi, and I am so happy to be here with you. Uh, for those who are in LA, we are still in the morning. And for those who are in other parts of the world, we are in the evening. And uh, I want to thank God for each and every one of you. And I want to thank God for you being here. And uh, I want to talk to you about why you kill your spiritual growth. The honest truth is this. Spirituality can be built, but it can also be destroyed. If Adam and Eve could destroy their spiritual position, it means that you can destroy your spiritual position. If Adam and Eve could fall backwards in their growth in the spirit, it means you can also. If Samson could fall backwards, then you can also. But what kills spiritual growth is not what you think. I'm going to say that again. What kills spiritual growth is not what you actually think. Uh, so many different people have different views on what destroys spiritual growth. But I'm here to tell you, what you think destroys spiritual growth is not actually what you think. What you think doesn't is actually the one that does. I want you to share this, and I want you to share this, I want you to share this as many times as you can, and the Lord Jesus is going to help us and he's going to speak to us. Amen. I'm going to be talking about why you kill your spiritual growth. Why you kill it. Not how. Why? <laughs> why is it that you find yourself, Lord, I want to go deep, I want to go high, I want to go here, I want to go there, I want to turn around, I want to be here, I want to be there, but it doesn't go anywhere. Right. It means there is something that is not being taken care of as it should. That is why you're moving backwards instead of moving forward. Yes. Glory to God. Glory, to God. Glory be to the Lord Jesus who lives forever. Glory be to the living Jesus. Glory be to the eternal spirit. Glory. Who Glory. out of him all things are made and without him nothing is made, nothing would exist. Amen. The living Jesus. Amen. Uh, let me see YouTube. Facebook, I want you to share, 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 share. Let me see my people on YouTube. Aish, YouTube is already on fire. God bless everybody. Glory be, be to Jesus. So there are ways, now you have to understand this, there are things that kill your growth. Now, number one thing, the, the first principle I want you to know about spirituality. Remember, the Bible actually does not call us Christians. The Bible calls us spiritual men and women. That is why the Bible says that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. These are the words of the Lord Jesus speaking to the centurion man, the, no, speaking to the rich young ruler who came to him and said, uh, you know, uh, good teacher, 
what must I do to be saved? He asked him, have you kept the commandments? He says, I've kept them since I was a child. He said, then you have to be born again. He said, how can I be born again? How can I go back into my mother's womb? He said, no. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, meaning if I am born of the spirit of God and I am spirit as he is, mm-hmm. you have to remember your old spirit and your new spirit are completely different. That is why it says all things have passed away. Behold, new things. Your flesh is still you, the old you. Your soul is still the old you, but your spirit is not the same spirit. He supplanted the spirit, meaning he took the old human spirit completely and and did away with it and put a new spirit in you. Now, that spirit has a different culture, has a different tradition, has a different thing. Mm -hmm. When you read the Bible, when you pray, what you're trying to do is get your soul and get your soul to be in line with the new spirit. You see, after the fall of Adam, it was our old spirit's nature to sin with the soul. That is why the Bible says it like this. It says, "Renew, uh, give me a new heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit in me. Right. Notice, in the new covenant, there's no such thing as, Lord, renew a right spirit in me. Because the spirit that is born of God is God himself. So you have no, that's why the Lord Jesus said the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. The new spirit and the old spirit are completely different. It was the old spirit's nature to be in sin together with the soul. But the new spirit just wants to do God's will. The problem is your soul has not caught up. I wish I was talking to somebody. I hear you. Uh, are you listening to me? Yes. So the key, the key is to understand this thing is that when you read the Bible, when you're doing these things, all you're doing is you're realigning your soul to the new spirit. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I'm not sure what verse, but it says, spiritual things are discerned by the spiritual. Mm. Only somebody that is spiritual knows spiritual things, not the Christian. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things Christians don't know. There's a lot of things that Christians don't understand. How can the devil know spiritual things yet he's not with God? (laughs) You see, what a lot of people confuse is this. They confuse busyness. Mm -hmm. They confuse movement for progress. Mm. The children of Israel were moving for 40 years around the same mountain. Their movement, they thought, was progress, but it wasn't. It was simply movement. Just because something is moving, it doesn't mean that something is progressing. 
Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Just because something is moving, just because something is shaking, just because something is moving left and right, just because something is going up and down, doesn't necessarily mean it has made any progress or it has reached a certain point. Yeah. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that at all. Just because you fast and pray doesn't mean you're spiritually growing. Because if spiritual growth is centered on the renewal of your mind, it means that the cause of you growing or decreasing or maintaining is based on the knowledge that is in your soul. It's not based on actual prayer because your prayer will be based on the condition of your soul. It's not based on fasting because your fasting will be based on the condition of your soul. This is why the Lord Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 6. He said, don't be like those people who pray without a purpose. Don't be like those people who do this without a purpose. Don't be like the heathen who pray much speaking, thinking they will be heard. When you pray, don't pray in public trying to prove something. Let your actions in your hidden place. Notice he was building a thought process and a mindset and awareness versus the doing. So many's mind, so many's, uh, uh, so many people's mindset has killed their spiritual growth. This is the fundamental. Some people take it as a badge of honor. Man, I've been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. I've just been fasting and things like that. Doesn't mean anything. Oh, you can sit over here if you want. You too, Bay, you can. That doesn't mean anything. Spirituality begins in the mind. It's a mindset first. I know you have never heard this for some, so many people. Spirituality begins in the mind. That is why the Bible says, let this mind also be in you that was in Christ. Let this mind also be in you that was in Christ. Why is God telling you have the same mindset? Have the mind of Christ. Why is God, why is God making it a big deal? Because Jesus could not live as the son of God or walk like the son of God unless he was thinking like the son of God. I wish somebody could hear this. It begins here. You cannot be a king if you think like a peasant. That is why leaders have certain mannerisms that when you see them you say, this one is a leader. Is everybody following what I'm saying? Are you there? Are you there? Yes. It got really quiet. I'm wondering what's going on. <laughs> We're paying attention. Hello. Louise, Charles, God bless you. Uh, Louise, Charlie says, can you give... A little difference in the person between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and the difference between the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit in their attributes. They are the same person. 
I am my father's I am my father's son. I am the father to my son. I am a brother to my sister. I am an uncle to my nephew. Those are titles. I'm still Lovi. Nothing changed. Role changed, but I'm the same person. Wearing different hats. So I want you to capture this. I see this murdering a lot of people's spirituality. I'll say it again. I see this murdering a lot of people's spirituality. Don't be like the world. And I'm going to ask you questions, you who are here. Don't be like what? The world. What is the world? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Because the Bible says, do not be conformed to the patterns of the world. But what is the pattern of the world? Because if you don't know what it is, you'll be fighting a battle, a losing battle, because you don't know what you're fighting. Mm -hmm. Or what you're trying not to be conformed to. Is somebody following what I'm trying to say here? Do not be conformed to the patterns of the world. So somebody sees you and says, hey, that's carnality. Hey, that is carnality. Oh, that is worldly. You look like the world. You dress like the world. How can they tell if you're in the world or in Christ? Yeah, Jesus is saying, by your fruits they will know, not by how you look. <laughs> what is the world? If you don't know what the world is, you'll be setting up a law. I'm here to tell you that overcoming the world is the easiest thing in the world. Did you catch it? (laughs) Overcoming the world is the easiest thing in the world. Some people look and say, hey, uh, like one time I was like, oh, how can you be a man of God? Cut your hair first. Okay, I have cut my hair. How do you want me to cut it? How does a man of God's haircut look like? Do you want me to look like your uncle? (laughs) In the village or something. I don't know what you want me to look like. (laughs) You can't wear glasses like this. These are my spectacles. I'm sorry if I'm stylish. (laughs) Why are you wearing gold? Heaven has the streets of gold. What is carnality? What is the world? Because you see, people have an idea of the world. And remember this. Believer Come Up show, show says, it's been three weeks since we have been listening to Prophet Lovi and our lives have greatly changed. God continue to richly bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Glory be to the living Jesus. Glory be to the eternal spirit. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to think about this. What is, what is it? Because if everybody's singing, you know, you know, uh, uh, what is carnality? Because if you don't know what it is, you'll be fighting a losing battle. This is what, you see, the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So if you're battling the world in the flesh and in the blood, you're dealing with flesh and blood, you're not fighting a spiritual battle. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But somebody is telling you, you look like the world. How can we tell that you are the world? You are, de- you are still speaking about flesh and blood. You are not still understanding that you are not conquering the world. What is the world? Because if you don't know what the world is, your spiritual life will continue to die. Maria Alvarez Armstrong says, I've been drowned to your spirit since I saw you the other day on Facebook. You're so easy to listen to and understand. God bless. Thank you so much, Maria. May glory be to Jesus forever. I just speak the way he taught me how to speak. Let me, let me, let me give you an example. Do you notice that when you started your work with Jesus, you were more spiritual than now? You had more experiences with God than now. Lots of you, not all of you, but lots of you. Feeling or sensing the presence of God was easier. You could close your eyes and just feel the the glory of God. You could have all these little signs that God is with you. After one year, two years, you notice that it's just become normal. You, you, it's just like, eh. Unless you're somewhere whereby true spirituality is being exercised by the Holy Spirit that challenges you to push deeper with God. It opens your eyes to greater places with God. What is the world? Can you tell me what the world is? What do you think the world is? Or how you used to think the world is? I, I just want to hear quickly. Cloud, could you, could you uh, just, so they can pass it around and then you can bring it back to you. Uh, what is the world? Because right now, this is my daughter, Becky. You can't see her. <laughs> but uh, 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 what, what is being worldly? What I, do you think? I, I'm probably wrong, but I used to think that being worldly is like being caught up in the streets, you know, hanging out with your friends what too is much. The and like drinking and smoking. Those, that, that to me is uh-huh. what I imagine being worldly is like not praying and uh-huh. partying maybe too much. And uh-huh. I might be wrong. Okay, that's, that's good. Uh-huh. Um, uh, this, is, this is the prophetess <laughs> Ashley. Amen. <laughs> Basically anything outside of being spiritual. I mean, there's also evil spirituality. That's true. But it's not worldly. <laughs> yeah, so, so what is it being worldly? I don't know. Because there is, remember, the devil is a fallen spirit, but he's carnal. <laughs> you know the devil is carnal. The devil is not spiritual. He's a spiritual being, but he's carnal. Aish, I just messed you up. I just messed up your thinking. No, let, let's try. Give her another attempt. <laughs> could, Papa, could being worldly be just being caught up in the things? Like, so having faith is, is to the average person that doesn't understand how faith works is kind of like a crazy thing. Okay, so let, being worldly, wouldn't that be like the opposite? Okay, let me that? give you an example. Let me just completely ruin you. Amen. Okay, let's try Bishop Claudius. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, is carnality not focusing on the things of God? What are the things of God? What he has will for you. Okay, let's, let's, give, <laughs> let, let's get an example. 
Okay, tell me one thing that you can do that is the will of God. Serving him. How? Uh, fulfilling uh, the doing the work that he has sent you to okay, do. Okay, you see so that that's very that's very vague. You see, you can never be accurate in spiritual things if you don't know you that's a generalization. An example, you say God said feed the widows and the widowers and the poor, feed them. Right? Yeah. Feed them. Bill Gates is also feeding people. He doesn't pray in tongues. He may not even know the Holy Spirit. He may not be born again. So he's serving God's purpose. When he's feeding people and giving to people, he's doing a spiritual thing. He may not know it. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what is it to be actually worldly? What is it? Because remember, a lot of what is seen is dependent on the mindset. If a thief comes into your home to rob you with a gun and you pull out your own gun, pow, you kill him. It's not murder, it's self-defense. But if he runs out of your house, you shoot him while he's running. You are a murderer. Notice, the point is you shot them. <laughs> the point is you shot them. I, I, do you see what I'm trying to do with yeah, you? I'm trying yeah. to make you to think. Yeah. Because the problem is, the problem is this. Many a times... The problem is this. Uh, Drew, get your water and stuff. Go get it. Go get it because you have to get ready to go. Yeah, yeah, go get your water and stuff. Are you catching what I'm saying? <coughs> Remember, somebody said, uh, my daughter, Rachel, said, is being worldly seeking after your own desires and not others and the Lord's. Let me tell you the truth. Yesterday I was teaching, I was teaching uh, the youth there, they were at, at, at our house here and, and we were speaking to them. And uh, I'm going to do another teaching uh, online. This will be a free prophetic class for everybody. Amen. It will be, I'll have some people in the room and I'll have some people online. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I will do it. Amen. Yeah. So, but capture this. I want you to hear this and I want you to hear it the best way that you can. Let me mess you up some more. Yes, please. Who did Jesus come for? According to the Bible. Yes. Yeah. Huh? For us. Oh, sorry? For us. For us who? Who to is us? us? To save who? The sinners. Well, yeah. To save, to save sinners, right? Right. But why didn't he not come to the whole world? Why did he go to Israel first? Hmm. I know I'm asking you a lot of questions, but I'm trying to make the wheels turn in your mind. Yeah. Your brain. I'm trying to make your brain go. 
I'm trying to make you think. Why did the Lord Jesus go to Israel? Why did he not go to everybody? Even those who are on, uh, on YouTube or Facebook, you can answer. Okay, I, I want to answer, I will answer that. Uh, the one that says, forerunner for Jesus. I want you to keep that question. Forerunner for Jesus, just stay on. I will answer your question. It's the easiest question on earth. Are you ready? Yes. I want to hear you guys. I'm, this may sound really silly. I just, I mm -hmm. think because it's a, it was the Holy Land. Like there were so many events that had already occurred there and God chose that place. So Okay. Uh-huh. You think because it was the Holy Land. That's why Jesus went there. That's why you think so. Now, I just want you to think for a second. I'm doing this simply to make you mature spiritually. I'm literally just provoking you. When the Lord Jesus came, he came now. What constitutes sin according to the Bible? You know, Cain, even though he killed his brother... He killed his brother. It was wrong. He took his brother's life. But God did not punish him or kill him. God instead punished him by sending him away. To be moving around. But God did not kill him. Why didn't God kill him? Because there was no law that says if you kill you are a murderer. There was no law. People were operating with what is called a moral law, what you, a law that you've raised in yourself. And God will deal with you based on that law that you exalted inside of you. What he did in you that you're not supposed to do it to your brother. But God could not condemn him for murder because there was no law from God that says, if you stop your brother or your sister's life, you are a murderer. The Bible says this, he says, God gave us the law so that we may know what sin is. But if you break one law, you have broken all of them. So who was given the law? What, what country was the law given to? What country was the law given to? Israel, Israel right? Yeah. I want you to answer oh, sorry, like you know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who was the law given to? Israel. Israel. Yes. So the whole world did not have the law, right? Right? Yes, right. So was the whole, whole world sinning? Um, no. Because <laughs> I didn't have it. So Jesus went to them because he went to deliver them from the law. So God went to them so that out of them they can spread the law of the spirit, which is love. Not the law of you must do this, you must do that. That is why the apostles were shocked. When they saw the Holy Spirit coming upon Gentiles that have never opened the Bible, they have never prayed, just because they were among people who are seeking God, they received the Holy Spirit just like the other people, started praying in tongues just like the other people, that they started saying, surely there is no difference between Jew or Gentile. We are one in Christ. 
So when believers try to actually be too much Jewish, you are binding yourself to a law that you're supposed to be free from. Aish, I know I just messed some people up. <laughs> you know they can't hear you, so you have to speak. Oh, so you're basically saying that there's no such thing as being worldly. Oh, there is. But what is it? That's what I'm trying to teach you. Because what is happening is a lot of people have killed their spiritual growth simply because they are fighting, they are, they are punching a shadow that they cannot hurt. So they are getting exhausted trying to live something that they don't know. Okay, an example is this. Is sex wrong? No. Huh? No. Why is it not wrong? Because it's meant to, to multiply. Okay, but when is it wrong? Using it for flesh, like if you're using it in a carnal way, like you're just doing it. Just no, but it. you can be married and have sex in a carnal way. That's true. So when is it sin and when is it not sin? Outside of marriage. Outside of marriage. Out of the sanctity of marriage, mm -hmm. sex becomes sin. So aren't you saying that? Aren't you seeing that the position of what makes you carnal is you being out of the timing when you're supposed to enjoy something? Aish, is somebody understanding what I'm trying? Yeah. I'm trying to say. I'll answer for runner for Jesus. Just keep that question. We have to find it. And I'll answer them. It's easy. Uh, Facebook, are you there? <laughs> All I'm trying to do is just to wake you up to understand. Remember, God set a law when he told Adam and Eve, don't eat of this tree. Mm -hmm. So immediately he set something that if they did it now, they have broken something. Many of you, you are battling a law that you set up in your mind or you heard from your uncle or from your aunt that is governing you, thinking that you're being spiritual, yet that is not how you grow spiritually. What you're doing is you're actually killing yourself spiritually because you're not advancing, you're not growing spiritually because you have not set the bed for growing spiritually. A good farmer makes sure that before they plant seeds, there are no weeds. Right. They make sure that the ground that they're going to plant in is completely ready to receive the seed that they are going to put in the ground. Right. So everything that they are doing is based on how the seed is going to receive, be received in the ground. Now what you are doing is, you are afraid of the weed, but you are not taking it out. You are not prepared, you want to plant a seed. But you are worried about weeds that you should take them out and they should not be even in the picture of what you're trying to plant. Wow. The mind of a person that focuses on what we call sin kills your spiritual growth. Because that's not how you overcome sin. That's not how you overcome carnality. Every time you're worried about, oh, if I go there, I may be deceived. Mm -hmm. You're already carnal. 
Because according to the Bible, it says, in the last days, there will be so much deception. This is the Lord Jesus speaking. Mm -hmm. That if it were possible, can you find the scripture so that people don't think I'm just saying. That if it were possible, even the very elect will be what? Deceived. Meaning it is impossible to deceive an elect. So if you're being deceived, it's because your mindset (laughs) is not where it should be spiritually. Mm -hmm. So somebody can come and fake a miracle and you believe that it is God because simply you don't know what God looks like because you never think about how God looks like. Mm -hmm. You are judging what is spiritual by what is appearing physically. An example is this. Uh, it is summer, right? It's still summer vibes. In LA, we are still hot. Mm-hmm. In the East Coast, you guys may be studying. In some places, maybe it is snowing. Yeah. Right now, if you are in Russia, you would not be dressed the way you are. No. Because it's, Moscow is cold. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But in LA, what you are wearing, nobody will look at you and say, how could you dress like that? Right. Because the weather tells you how you're dressing. Now, if I was a natural man that doesn't understand any level of spirituality, I'll tell you, go cover yourself more. How could you be like that? That is sinful. Yet Adam and Eve were not wearing clothes. Right. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, Am I saying don't wear clothes? I'm not saying, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but you clearly see that it's based on what? You see, like where I come from, where I come from. It is normal for mothers to breastfeed their children openly. Mm-hmm. Here people cover to hide. Where I come from, nobody even cares. Yeah. It's normal. There are even cultures that people just have, they are just covered down here and everything on, at the top and the bottom is open and people walk. Nobody's thinking lustfully. Nobody's sitting there saying, ooh. Because notice, their conscience is pure as far as it comes to nakedness. Adam and Eve, their conscience was pure. Until they ate the fruit, the Bible says that their eyes were open and they saw that they were naked. Notice when God created them, he says, and the man and the woman were naked, but they were not ashamed. But when they ate the fruit, it's telling you, when they ate the fruit, their eyes were open and they saw that they were naked. Notice before they knew they were naked, but it was not, there was no conscious. They never saw it. They knew it. But when they saw the nakedness, now it became a problem. Meaning what you look at, what you focus on, is what you become. I don't know if somebody caught that. Yeah. Uh, I have the verse. Uh, Hold on one second. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Glory be to Jesus. Adam, the man and the woman knew that they were naked and they were not ashamed. Mm-hmm. Notice, it was just a thought. We are naked, so what? Nothing, nothing wrong with it. But the moment they saw their eyes were opened and they saw that they were naked. Their attention went to the nakedness. 
They were, imagine they were already husband and wife. They are the only two human beings in the garden. God wears clothes. We know that. The Bible says that. And the train of his robe filled the temple. So we know God wears a robe. So God will appear to them in a robe. But they saw God wearing clothes. They did not think of it anything. Because for them to know that they are naked, it means they saw somebody covered. If they had never seen somebody covered, they would have never questioned it. So their thought of saying they saw that they were they knew that they were naked and they were not ashamed is because they saw somebody covered. But when they ate the fruit, the Bible says that they knew, they saw themselves naked. They started covering. How could you be ashamed and it's just you and your husband and a husband and wife? You've already seen yourself naked. You've already noticed it means there was a perversion that entered their mind. Read, read the verse. Okay. Matthew 24, 24. Matthew 24, 24. For there shall arise false Christs uh-huh. and false prophets. Uh-huh. Notice there are two people. People always just say false prophets. But false Christs and false prophets. Uh-huh. And shall show great signs and wonders. In mm-hmm. so much that if it were possible... Mm-hmm. They shall deceive the very elect. Everybody just highlights deception because their mind is in a, it's in a vulnerable place. They can and they will be deceived. So they highlight deception because they are not in the spirit. So they know that they can be duped by somebody performing something physically. They have no ability to test the spirit. Is somebody capturing what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, yes. I know this is not easy, but it's actually easy to understand. So notice, because, go to Genesis chapter 6. I believe uh, verse... Six. Genesis. Amen. What does it say? And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Start from five. Genesis five to six. Genesis six, five to six? Yes, Genesis six, five to six. Yes. Okay. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth Uh and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Uh And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. Notice God was mad because of what was in their heart. Because you can only manifest what is in your heart. You cannot manifest what is not in your heart. Everything you do Every word you speak, every way you think, it's because of what is in your heart. If you're condemning people, it means that you're always judging people in your heart. Wow. If you're always gossiping about people, it means you're always saying things about people or looking for what you can say about people in your heart. 
If you are fornicating, it means that you are always lusting in your heart. So every inkling of your heart is what God is looking at because you are simply manifesting what is inside of you. It is the overflow of the heart that makes you to act. The overflow of the heart makes you to act. And remember, when the Bible talks about the heart, it's talking about the soul. Your mind, will, and emotions. So, what makes you to kill your spiritual growth? You see, if you want a plant to grow, you allow it to have some sunlight and the tree or the plant will grow in the direction of the sun. Your spirit looks up to the Son of God. If you're not feeding yourself what the sun produces, you cannot grow towards the sun. You will not go up, but you start going down. You still be growing, but you'll be rooted in darkness instead of being rooted in the light. Because what makes you to grow? Notice, the Lord Jesus never made sin a big deal. He made it so easy to forgive sin that people were shocked. Who is he? What does he think he is that he can just forgive sin like that? The Lord Jesus never made sin a big deal. When they brought, I always say this, when they brought the woman before Jesus, they said she's a prostitute, she's sleeping around. We caught her, the Bible says, we caught her in the very act. Where's the man they caught her with? Why did they only bring her? And remember, it is the priests that brought her to Jesus. It means they were sleeping with her. We caught her in the very act. So you are there. <laughs> if you are a priest truly praying and serving the people of God, what do you know what a prostitute is doing? Unless you're involved. <laughs> I'm just asking a question. How would you know? Glory be to the living Jesus. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. YouTube, are you there? Huh? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, Anne... Gina says, wow, that's why we thank God for you coming online so often because there's never a gap. So we are learning continually. It is the grace of God. Uh, yes. What did he say? He said, Tekashi told the because he needs deliverance. <laughs> My daughter Rachel says they wanted to say they were preaching to the captives in the in the <laughs> in the brothel, and they found her. 
They say you. <laughs> I sh- uh, pe- people are interesting. Uh, Richie, I- I'm online, so when I'm done, I'll call you. Stay on, okay? Okay? Okay. So I- are you catching what I'm saying? Are you, are you catching what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, right. So this is the reality of it. They came to accuse her, but they knew where she was. How did they know? They said, we found her in the very act. So you saw her, did you find her at the top, the bottom, on the side? Because you found her in the act. (laughs) Do you see how people's mind is? So what I'm trying to tell you is this. The Lord Jesus never made sin a big deal because sin was not the big deal. Your eyes off Christ is the big deal. When you don't look at Christ, you're highlighting sin. You look at Jesus, sin fades away. When somebody's focus is upon the Lord, you will not see Sin will not be a big thing for you. You will overcome the world. Because remember, overcoming the world simply means don't become like those people that don't know God and are living without knowing God. Because remember, there is no good without God. Just because I love people does not mean I'm loving them with the love of God. I may be loving them with my own capacity. When they disappoint me, I will get angry and therefore I sin because I was loving them from my capacity, not the capacity that was stretched by God. So when somebody is always battling, don't be like this, don't be like that, don't talk like this, don't look like that, don't this. Know that they are fighting in the flesh, not in the spirit. They are wrestling against flesh and blood, not spiritual things. Because remember, repentance simply means changing your mind. So if I am always listening to Jesus, okay, let me give you an example. What is the effect you get when you listen to me? Okay, in your daily life, okay, you learn a lot, but what changed? I mean, I've I've honestly become more aware of being more Christ-like, more loving, more caring Uh there for people just by following you and okay so it did not require an effort your effort was simply to listen Mm -hmm. and what happened is your thinking started changing Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so why do we think that we change by changing ourselves and not looking to him Mm -hmm. you see this is the problem with religion religion is dependent on man spirituality is dependent on god It simply requires our believing in him. Let me show you something. 
go, I believe, to Philippians. Go to Philippians. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. I'll read this one. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, highlight true, that's one. Whatsoever things are honest, two. Whatsoever things are just, three. Whatsoever things are pure, four. Whatsoever things are lovely, five. Whatsoever things are of good report, six. If there be any virtue, seven. If there be any praise, eight. Think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Eight things should be these eight things you should be looking for every day in every conversation you're about to have, in every single thing you're trying to do. If it does not carry these eight things, you are conforming to the world. Truth, you know, that, that means that you'll be in a business place and somebody's trying to do this and you'll go for the truth. Notice these are tools you use in the world because you're supposed to be the light of the world. You're not supposed to be separated. I don't know where this idea of being separated from the world. The Bible says you are in the world, not of it. You are the light of the world. You are the example to the world. You are the one the world will look at and say we should be like that. It does not say be separated from them. Listen, the clothes you're wearing now, it doesn't matter how spiritual you want to feel like. Did a Christian make them? Did somebody praying in tongues was sowing saying, anointing upon these clothes? Nothing like that. They are simply clothes. So when you're saying, don't dress like the world, who dressed you? You went to either H&M, you went to Gucci, or you went to Zara, you went to whatever store that you go to. Are those things Christian made? Chick-fil-A is owned by a Christian. Great place to eat. In-N-Out is owned by a Christian. But I like McDonald's fries. They're not Christian. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, they are what? Food. Are, are you catching what I'm saying? So I don't know where this idea of fearing to be with natural people or things like that is any godliness. Doesn't make any sense to me. Hello? Uh, YouTube, are you there?
So there are so many things. Notice even the court of law seeks truth and seeks justice. Remember, these are attributes of God. This is the nature of God in this verse. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Notice he's not telling you keep the Ten Commandments. He's telling you think on these things. Because when your mind is thinking of these things, you become that. You become that person that knows truth. You become that person that only wants justice. You become that person that wants purity. You become that person that wants honesty. You become that person that wants a good report. You become that person that wants those things that that bring life. Those things that are lovely. You become a person of beauty. Do you know why we say, God, you are so beautiful? It's not because when you see him, he's beautiful. Even though the Lord is very handsome. But his beauty is not in his look. His beauty in his, is in who he is. It surpasses what you can see with your eyes. Is somebody listening to me? You will find people in the world that are positive, do great things. I don't care whether somebody is a believer or non-believer. Anybody that is negative never does well. Period. This is beauty. This is spirituality. Because when you see life through these eyes, you will never see sin. Sin will never be a problem to you. Because what you eat, you become. And when you become that and you see the opposite, you will not even desire it. Because there is no place in you for it. That is why the Lord said, I want my laws to be written in their heart. What was that law? Not the Ten Commandments. The law of love. That's why it says, the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. This is true spirituality here. When somebody lacks this, you become somebody that will judge people, persecute people, hurt people. People will be coming to church, they'll be running from church. (laughs) It's time for God to change you, to remove. God is going to punish the world. You have to understand how people don't think. Would thank you for your seed. Let me tell you something. Those who are giving, God bless you. Those who are giving, God bless you. You can go to prophetlovi.com and, and give, and God will bless you. Look, look at this. Now, somebody asked a question. Is it right for a Christian not to find themselves in a company of an unbeliever? Is it right for a Christian not to find themselves in a company of unbeliever? Remember, you are on a mission. If you just want to hang out with unbelievers for the sake of un- being there, you will fall. Because you have no way. Remember, whoever does not stand for anything shall fall for everything. Whoever does not stand for anything will fall for everything. Whoever does not stand for anything shall fall for everything. 
my nature is I don't complain because I'm always after good report. There's no room for complaining in me. So why are you among them? My son Chikezi said it perfectly. When Paul cast the spirit out of the servant girl, she was walking with him. Exactly. She was following them like one of the members that are supporting the ministry. You see, that's the problem, guys. Uh, Rita Radoff says, The Lord Jesus will, Christ will increase the spiritual growth of his people and all the ravening wolves will be put to death in Jesus' name. Can I be honest with you? The Lord Jesus will not increase your spiritual growth. That is for you. He gave birth to you and gave you and me tools to grow. It is our duty to grow. The Holy Spirit comes to teach you. But he will teach you based on where you are. Some of you, they never get anything more than where you are because you have not outgrown where you are. In the school of God, you don't skip classes, you don't miss classes. You miss a class, you will repeat. You don't pass the class, you will repeat. Until the day you pass there, then you will introduce something new. God is not interested in killing unbelievers. I'm just being honest with you. He's not. The wicked do their wickedness until it finds them in death, but not because God wants to kill them. God wants to save everybody. Perhaps God will save those wolves because of you and me. When we become more light, they will know that, Aish, this wolf business is not what I want to be. Because remember, even the wolf was made by God. <laughs> Aish. The one that God wants to destroy is Satan. Not men. So this is why when we say, oh Lord, I just want you, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I just want to, I, 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 raise me up. No, there is work you need to do. You need to do this. Because it is through your daily life that you grow. Let me tell you something. I have learned more about God, working with God, than sitting down and praying. Whenever I will have an angelic encounter or a vision or God will catch me up to heaven or whatever it may be, he always brings me back to practicality, makes me understand more of what God was saying. Uh, Fabian, my son, one day I will. So in finishing, this is what I want to tell Oh, let me answer that question. Somebody asked that question. You know this thing of uh, die, fire, fire. Uh, there is a time for it. Not every, not every time. Fire, give up, fire. Oh, then there's a time for it. Because you have to know. You have to know. Okay, somebody, forerunner for Jesus, are you still there? They asked, uh, listening to you, prophet, nourishes my mind and my spiritual. Came across your YouTube channel. Thank you for enlightening the body of Christ. Thank you. That's not the question. He asked a very good question I wanted to answer. It was about, uh, uh, his name is Forana for Jesus. Forana for Jesus, can you repost that? Because we lost it. Go back down. Can you repost your question if you're still there? You're on YouTube. 
I think the name is Forerunner for Jesus. Just keep going down. I think he will type it again if he's on here. Uh, I, I really want to... Yes, can you type your question again? I want to help you. Uh, is somebody catching this? Gilbert, love you more. There's no shortcut to this thing of God. You have to exercise it. If you don't walk out there, <laughs> your spirituality still questions. That's why the Lord Jesus... Okay, can you retype your whole question for Runner for Jesus? I want to be able to... to uh... Okay, it says, Prophet, can you help with this question? Is it offensive to God and the Holy Spirit when we pray to Jesus? Is it offensive to pray to God or Jesus if we pray to the Holy Spirit? Okay, let me ask you a question. I will answer your question by answer by by. I'm answering your question by asking you this question for runner for Jesus. I'm trying to find the best way to, to answer this. Let me show you. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me do this. This one is funny actually. Let me find this scripture. Okay, let me, um, this is going to be actually funny, but it's going to help you. It's going to answer your question, like, quickly. It's going to answer your question so fast. Let me just get this scripture by the grace of God. Okay, go to Matthew, I want you to get Acts chapter 2 verse 38 and I want you to get, I want you to get uh, Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Are you ready? Okay, I want you to read the Matthew. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through mm. twenty. Mm -hmm. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And mm. lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So Amen. Jesus is telling his disciples, go and baptize them in the name of the Father the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, right? Go and baptize everybody in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Read, read what Peter was doing now. Acts 2.38 Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, hold on. 
Peter is baptizing people in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, go baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Peter is saying, all of you repent and come and I will baptize you in the name of Jesus. Not in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So was Peter sinning? No. Why was he not sinning? Because Jesus is all, is all three. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. Colossians 2 verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So when you say Jesus, you have to understand. When you say Father in the name of Jesus, remember the name, the word Father is not a name. Spirit is not a name. Son is not a name. Father simply means source. Father simply means source. When you say, like when I say, glory be to the eternal spirit. Remember, only God is eternal. There is no one else that is eternal. Yeah. It is only the living God that is eternal. So, but you can never come to God by yourself. So when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, what you are saying is that, Creator of everything, I am coming to you through the way you provided. Because remember, Jesus simply means God among men. Meaning, God, you came to me and brought me to you. And remember, the God you are talking to is a spirit. So when you say the Holy Spirit, you are not saying somebody separate because God is not flesh. So when you're saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, you're saying, God Almighty, I am coming to you through your own way that you provided for me. That's simply what it is. Because God is, is, is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The only name is Jesus. Father is a title. Son is a title. Spirit is a title. That's why we have something is called evil spirit, demonic spirit. Remember, they are just spirits, but their nature and their character is in their first name, demonic then spirit, meaning it's a bad spirit. Evil spirit. Uh, did this make sense to somebody? Yes. So the Father, Son, and you saying Father in the name of Jesus. Remember Jesus said this to the disciples. He said, pray anything in my name and I will do it. <laughs> Then he tells them again, ask anything of my father in my name and I will do it. So who is doing it? Are you getting what he was telling to them? One of them asked him, Lord, show us the father. He's saying, I've been with you this long. You don't know who I am. Forerunner for Jesus. Did you understand now? God is one. God is not three people. God is triune. God is not a trinity. God is triune. Okay, somebody said, let me see, Fumi Leo says, I preach, to, I, I preach to the God love, repent from their sin, never mention any, because I think when you repent, God tells you what not to do and to do. Do I have to mention the sins when preaching? 
let me tell you something. You can never sin. You can never repent if you don't know what you did wrong. Repentance means I'm changing my mind. What are you changing your mind from? Ah, fortune, for, for, for runner for Jesus, you're right. When I was a child, I was told I must, I must be specific in whom I was praying to so I wouldn't offend God, Jesus or the Holy Spirit. No, that's, that's man-made doctrine. It's not the Bible. If you say, oh, Father, I bless, bless you, oh, Holy Spirit, you're talking to the same person. These are titles. They're not names. The only name is Jesus. Uh, let's see Facebook and then I'm going to finish. Hallelujah. So is somebody getting this? Change your meditation. Let this Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 be something that you pursue. Remember when the Bible is saying this, it's not saying if you don't do this you are sinning. It never even put any guilt with it. It said think on these things. It's encouraging you to move towards that direction. Glory be to Jesus. Father, I thank you for everybody that is here. I thank you that they have learned something that will push them higher in their walk with you. Let their lives never be the same by reason of what they have heard. Let them walk in the newness of life. Let them change the world because of what is in them. Father, I pray that the newness of their mind, their mind will be renewed to understand that sin doesn't even really exist in the way that they think. Father, I thank you that from this day their eyes and their sight shall be set upon heaven and that they will focus on all the righteousness of heaven so that they may overcome the world as you have. I thank you, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless everybody. Uh, good night and good morning and good afternoon to every part of the world. This is the prophet Lovi. God bless you. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yeah, carry him. Yeah.
to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> 